Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today is Krista Linden with Step by Step. She started Step by Step 23 years ago to come beside at-risk pregnant women and help them deliver a healthy baby and get a good start at life. She is across four counties. So we're going to say hello to Krista. Hello. So tell me how, let's jump right in. How did you get started on this? So I started Step by Step in 1997. Uh, we are in our 23rd year, and I'm often asked why I started Step by Step, mm-hmm. but we, when I was in college, I was doing a student teaching experience in my senior year of college, and I was in a first grade classroom, and all the kids seemed super excited to be there except this one little girl, and looking across the room, I just thought, yeah, gosh, she just looks like she had a really rough morning. So I walked over to introduce myself to her, and the moment that my eyes met hers, my heart just sunk, and I was told that she had fetal alcohol syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of fetal alcohol syndrome at that age in my time in my life. And um, But the effects of it were immediately apparent when I looked at her. And we bonded in a way that I've never bonded with another child outside of my own. And we were together attached at the hip for that entire time I was in her classroom. And at the end of my teaching experience there, I got permission to take her to the zoo, which you can't do as a teacher anymore. But I drove to her apartment, had not, mom, her mom had not come to anything during the time I was there, but I went to, into her apartment and it was um, every bit as horrible as I could have imagined and really Mm -hmm. have seen um, since my time at Step by Step. So I took this little girl to the zoo and all I could think about was having to take her back into this situation. Um, She was put into foster care not long after that and adopted. And I met my husband in college, and we got married shortly after we both graduated, but I knew that I was hoping to have a family of my own, and we had a large family, but I wanted, um, if there was anything more I was going to do with my time and energy besides raise my family, I wanted to bring hope and health to women um, in a really critical time in their life and to give babies a chance to start out life healthy. And so 23 years ago, I got a contract with the state of Washington's First Steps program, and the goals of that program are to reduce the infant mortality rate and to increase the infant birth weight. And so uh, we have had that contract where it has allowed us to hire uh, registered nurses, registered dietitians, and master level counselors. And we go into the homes of women who are referred to us when they get on pregnancy medical, mostly. Um, They are referred to us, and we have a team of about 27 of those professionals who work with women from the beginning of pregnancy and until their baby is a year old. And so we work with about 1,200 women across four different counties, so from almost Olympia up to Everett and then over to Bremerton. So Pierce, King, Snohomish, and Kitsap counties are the areas that we cover. Well, that's so great because often with the grassroots type of thing, it starts in one little county. So Mm -hmm. that's so great that you're over four counties. And I know when I was working with homeless women, it was so great to know that your nurses would help out with these women who were Mm -hmm. afraid to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that was and they offered such beautiful Mm -hmm. support. And that's why we do all in-home visitation, because there's so many kind of barriers to relationships that we can overcome when we're sitting in their in their environment, in their home, on their couch, um, in the shelters or wherever it is that um, they're living. Oftentimes, if they come into a clinic, you know, they just answer questions and you don't really get a good idea of 
what's going on in the home and how to really help and address the issues that are there. So that is very important to us at Step by Step that we be involved and in their communities and in their environment. Marie came to Everett. It was so great because she met with the gals where they felt safe at Mm -hmm. Esther's place. So Mm -hmm. I get that acceptance. Mm -hmm. Did we talk about your motivation? It was that that young girl. Mm -hmm. And then wait, did you just go, I'm going to start a thing and you went and found out about this grant? I mean, I just felt like if that I could be involved in one or two or three women's lives along with raising my family. And I, uh, my husband and I have seven daughters. Mm-hmm. Our youngest is 11 and our oldest is 25. So my, I didn't know that um, we would have that big of a family first, but I just wanted to be involved in whatever way I could, whether that was just in my neighborhood. Um, I didn't know what it would look like. And so I had no idea that it would grow um, to uh, this have the reach that we have with so many um, women and we have a we have a partnership with CHI Franciscan Health too so all of their their OB doctors refer their midwives refer um, we have a great um, community great networking um, great referral sources and just really are feel privileged to be able to be in the homes of so many <clears throat> You know what I love, Krista, is, and I see this so often, is you said yes, mm-hmm. and you're going two or three, mm-hmm. and look what it has evolved yeah. to. I love that. You were yeah. just willing, and look what, how, mm-hmm. I know it wasn't easy, but look what, how it has evolved. It has. It's been, it's been amazing. So tell me a little more about your family. You have seven daughters. Yes. Seven daughters. <laughs> and one got married. Our oldest is 25, and mm-hmm. she's married. Mm-hmm. Uh, she married her high school sweetheart, and uh, she was a college graduate with a business degree. And I have my second one is a college graduate. Both of them played volleyball throughout college. I have a third one that is in college right now in Arizona, and then I have four that are at home. The oldest, uh, oldest, the oldest of the four is a senior in high school, so oh. she will be heading off to college next year. So we have a lot of volleyball players in our home, yeah. um, and it's a very, very busy, active um Vibrant household, as you can imagine. <laughs> well, if you could see Krista, she's very tall and blonde, and all your girls are. And I saw a picture the other day with your husband on one end, and it must be the son-in-law on the other end, and all these seven, eight girls with you, right? Yes, In yes. the middle. That, yes. That was cute. I'm like, oh, now they got the son-in-law. The boys are coming. They are definitely coming. Definitely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so can you tell me a success story or two? Yes. So one of our favorite stories is... Um, one of the very first uh, women that step by that step by step worked with her name is Penny Howard, and Penny had a neighbor that called because of concerns what was going on in the home. She was ex- she was pregnant with her third baby. They were very close in age, and step by step began doing in home uh, visitation. And she grew up in um, the projects on the East Coast in a very abusive single mother single parent household, and led that after an abusive episode, and came to Washington where she entered into. What often happens is another abusive relationship. And so um, Step by Step got involved, and she was just one of those that was soaking up everything like a sponge, everything you could teach her about nurturing and parenting and all the critical pieces that go into being a mother of of new children, of young children, she wanted to learn. And so Mm -hmm. it was a wonderful um, relationship. She then became a volunteer at Step by Step, and she has been employed by Step by Step for about 12 years. And, really? Um, oh. Her son uh, had a five-year uh, full-ride scholarship to University of Washington. He graduated with a degree in electrical engineering and oh. has a job down in Portland. And her other two, um, <clears throat> her daughter is at Bellevue uh, Be- Bellevue College, and then her son is a uh, freshman at UW. And so just one of those really hard workers who has 
every opportunity that she saw, she really took advantage of and has grown leaps and bounds in her personal life and her uh, journey as a mother and um, as a community member. She's a volunteer in all kinds of different aspects. But one of the very interesting things about her upbringing is that to avoid a lot of the abuse that was going on at home, she began working in a restaurant at the age of 14. And so she has a strong value, a strong work ethic, and that has been served her very well over um, her, her adult journey. And in lots of conversations that we've had with her and many of the women that Step by Step works with, we, we really saw that need for, yes, it's great that we can help women to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy baby and to get a good start to parenting. But as you know, and I know, parenting, even under the best circumstances, is so difficult and so challenging, even when you have support, much less when mm-hmm. you have very little positive support or you don't really know what healthy parenting looks like because it wasn't ever modeled to you. So um, we, about seven years ago, I, when my youngest was uh, dressing herself and feeding herself and I was kind of out of the fog of pregnancy and I began to think about how can we really help women like Penny who are super motivated and yet need a lot more support in, in order to really become all that they were gifted to do mm-hmm. and not stay perpetually dependent on a welfare cycle that just makes it very difficult for people, for women to get out of that. And so I decided to buy a farm. And some people are like, why a farm? How do you go from babies to a farm? But I grew up on a farm and I have a lot of farmers in my family. And so I decided that um, this was going to be our next step. I wanted to create a social enterprise where we would create, we would have businesses that would sustain themselves financially and that would also create a lot of job opportunities for us to kind of have a soft touch, soft handoff into um, areas of responsibility and employment and to be able to teach um, a lot of life skills and address a lot of barriers that women have to really moving forward. And that takes a lot of time and there's not a lot of grants or funding sources that provide for that. So it was my idea um, to try to buy a farm and that was about seven years ago that we started. And to make a long story short, in 2015, we purchased the former Van Lerup bulb farm in Puyallup and we purchased six and a quarter acres and tens of thousands of square feet of buildings. Wow. And um, that was something I had never done before. I had never done a capital campaign, but we raised the money to do that. And, and that's a whole nother story and journey <laughs> that I could share lots about. Then after we purchased the six and a quarter acres and all these buildings, we put together an advisory council to help us to figure out which businesses to start, what would be, what does the market need and what would create the most entry-level positions that we, um, for a lot of the women that Step by Step works with. And so we raised another eight or so million dollars. We did a huge construction project and we renovated the biggest building on this farm, um, which used to be a pole barn. And now it is a 105 seat uh, modified farm to table restaurant. We Mm. have a 2000 square foot kitchen and we have a 400 person event hall and we have classrooms and a bridal suite and a groom's area. And uh, that, uh, all of that building And then the site work that had to go along with that, um, we had to hook up to public water. We had to put in a huge septic system. We had lots of parking and lighting and those types of things. And so we opened the restaurant. It's called Farm 12. Um, It is in Puyallup. And we opened on November 25th. So just Um, recently. Just recently. We are just about two months into it. And it has been wonderful. We are open right now. We're open seven days a week uh, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Our hours are changing this next week a little bit. So 
please check the website or social media. We're just making adjustments as we mm-hmm. see um, the need, but it, we have been very, it's been very, very well received. Our We have done twice what we projected in, in the restaurant. We have had wonderful support, 40 minute wait for lunch, which has been oh. kind of crazy. Our dinners have been, we just had a it's been a great start to a very difficult um, industry to break into. And um, we have hired about over the course of the two months before we opened about 75 uh, employees. And um, we tried to hire as many uh, step-by-step moms and even dads as we could. Um, They had to have the job experience and be able to meet the job description and be reliable and dependable because these businesses were needing us to rely on them to get to be successful. And so about 30 percent of those Mm. that we hired are from the step-by-step program or could have qualified for the step-by-step program. So we're really excited about that. We're working our way over time to about 80 percent of those um, positions we'd like to be filled by -by step-by-step moms. But again, that's going to be kind of working up into different positions and different levels of responsibility. So we are super um, excited about all that this has to offer our community and it has to offer women and their families. And we have a lot more development and construction projects on uh, the horizon. We would like, we will be working and partnering with the uh, regional YMCA to put in an early learning center uh, in potentially starting to work on that in 2021. So um, not only will this be an early learning center for um, the children of the women who come to work there, but also for the community. Uh, it's such a um, child care, whether you have means or you don't, is a very, very difficult. It's hard. It's hard it is. To it's a challenge. It's a challenge yeah. for sure. And yeah. especially if you're a single mom, I was thinking about, because I raised my kids as a single mom, mm-hmm. and the one thing that was really hard was paying for babysitting mm-hmm. if you only had like a minimum wage oh. job. So I love it that it's like you're going from step one mm-hmm. and following them all the way out. And that's really, we want to be able, because that gap between being self Sustaining, being on welfare and being self-sustaining is a very, very difficult bridge to cross. Mm-hmm. And so we really want to be there for them and to support them on that journey and not to be stuck in, in that cycle that they oftentimes get stuck in. So what I'm very grateful for, especially in the community responding so well to the restaurant and to the event spaces, we are, especially our servers, are, are making pretty good money. And I had one of our servers come up to us uh, and she said, I, I just want to tell you, I've been crying all day. And I said, oh, no, what, <laughs> you know what happened? And she said, no, they've been happy tears. And she said she was not a step-by-step mom, but she was uh, she's a single mom of two. And uh, she got connected on this kind of a bridge over to the step-by-step side with one of our housing people and um, was able to get into her own place. She had been living in a very, very... Um, unhealthy and toxic environment for several, for many years. Mm. And she said, I am for the first time, I'm making enough money to be able to move out onto my own. And she said, I am, I just can't tell you how, how thankful I am for this job and for these opportunities and to be able to move into my own place. And so we want to get to a place where um, we're able to pay a wage that all of them can afford to do things like that. So mm-hmm. it's just working up to that. We're only in our second month, but it's my heart to really be able to see that they're provided for as and as they work hard, they receive more and more benefits for that right. reward for that work. Which boosts so, confidence. Yes. And, yes. It yeah. boosts confidence. Yeah. It's called Farm 12. Farm 12. And it's in Puyallup. Yes. Do you get reservations or you just show up? What's the... Um, We take reservations for parties of six or more. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then it's also an event place. So for weddings, Mm -hmm. for parties. Reunions, corporate events. We are mostly booked for 2020 already. Really? That's crazy. Um, 
So most every Saturday in the entire year is booked. We have um, some weekday events that we can um, take, but if you went to farm12.org, um, you can inquire about um, a date of an event you're looking for. Um, and then, of course, we're still booking into 2021, and we're even starting to book into 2022. So That is so amazing. Um, Here's what I hear. You're like, so I bought a farm. So I bought a farm. <laughs> and, then, and then what? I mean, that, that had to be a huge undertaking. Yes. Well, just all of the interactions with the city and the permits and the zoning and development agreements, all of the construction. It has been a huge, it's been a lot, but I have been supported. Four years ago, we put together an advisory council of professionals who have done many of these types of projects before, or their <laughs> attorneys or politicians, or a whole group of professionals and some clients who were able to really speak into how this was going to go. And I've been extremely supported by this group, by the community, by the city of Puyallup, by the city council, and by donors. And I'm very grateful. One of the, when we were looking to buy the property, we had raised, we had to raise a million and a half dollars and we were about halfway there, three, getting to be three quarters. And uh, the Quorum family from Puyallup, Quorum Ford made a half a million dollar donation, which made the, the project possible. And so the site is named after Jermaine Quorum, called the Jermaine Quorum Center. The entire site is named after her. She is um, battling lung cancer and it's been a very, um, just, she has fought it so bravely, and uh, hopefully she will be able to continue to fight it. But she's she's just really in a tough, tough place right now. But I'm very grateful to the Corm family and to all of the donors, the Millgards, the Cheney Foundation, the senators and representatives from the district who fought to get Department of Commerce funds, member appropriation funds. It was just a real community So effort. did you, like, you're saying all these words that I don't even know, like getting these different funds. How did you, like, find out about all of that? I just think when people listen and they hear somebody do that, uh -huh. they probably think, oh, you've got to know everything. But did you or did you just learn as you went or? Well, um. Remember, I've been raise, raising seven children, so I was head down for, I don't know, 15 years of before this started. And, you know, yes, we had, I'd been growing step by step and raising my family, but I had not been out meeting people. And my board finally said, you know, Krista, even before this project, like you need to get out and be more the face of the organization. <laughs> I just, I was like, when my family's ready, mm -hmm. I will. And when my children are ready for me to take a step like this, because it has been very, very difficult for my family, mm -hmm. on my family. That was, you know, seven years. One of my employees, Alexis Carruthers, and I, I call her the quiet, my quiet genius because she did all of the research and the behind the scenes work and preparing me. And I did all of the pounding the pavement and going and speaking to every civic club and every single person that I was introduced to or door was opened up, I took advantage of every time I made sure that if somebody said, I want you to meet so-and-so, I met so-and-so. And, -so. and mm. so it was, it's just amazing how that power of networking and just kind of bringing a community together to see a project take off like this. To answer your question, I had no idea what I was doing when I started. <laughs> and you just take it step by step. You know, that is really um, what I encourage. Many of the women who come into the step-by-step -step program have never been parents before. Right. And most of us have no idea what to do. But when we put one foot in front of the other, just take the next right step. And especially having people who kind of guide and support us in that. It's very easy to make big strides over time. And that's what I did, you know, starting not knowing a single thing. And then you know, just having this heart for yeah. a, a child and passion and drive and grit and determination, all that go a long, mm -hmm. long way. And uh, it's, it's been very hard. I will never minimize how difficult the project has been. Yeah. Um, Time wise. But, and yes. <laughs> and you were training for marathon, so. raising kids, training for a marathon <laughs> and opening a. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I trained for a marathon. I'm not a runner. I'm a, very much into fitness, but i um, not a runner. But um, the emotional fortitude that was required to do this project, I felt like it needed to be matched by a physical challenge. And so I trained for a marathon and I trained for a half Ironman and completed both of those. But it was wow. just my my way of really digging in mentally and emotionally and having that kind of time of solitude to really focus on what would be the next right step. And when you're running 26 miles, you have time to do that. You yeah, make time to do that. Right. So I needed to do that for me. I love how it feels like the community has come around you and they believe in you and they support you. And so there's that ownership. It's not like you're you're the lone person mm-hmm. doing this. You've thrown it out and you've had people step up and, yeah. and help and do their part. And I love that because I feel like with teamwork like that, mm-hmm. that people want, they really want to give, they want to be a part. Mm-hmm. And so not everyone has the moxie to go, I'm going to start something. Mm-hmm. So they look at something that started and they go, I can help with mm-hmm. that. Donors that have stepped forward, come forward. I, I just am so appreciative for their trust in me and uh, their willingness, especially in the the early stages when, you know, it really was questionable whether or not it was going to be a viable project or not. You know, that those days and hours and moments were um, incredibly emotional. And so when people have stepped forward like they did, mm-hmm. um, very, very touching and and you want to make them proud. You want to make yeah. them, you want to do well with what they've gifted you with. And when you think about it, it's helping children get a good start mm-hmm. that are probably going to grow up in your community. I mean, that is mm-hmm. that is really solving so many issues mm-hmm. in so many ways. And then you're kind of part of their life and mm-hmm. you see the next child come or you see the gals get employed and maybe get married or yeah. go to school. Yep. And then you're still part of, of all of their yeah. lives. That must be so incredible. It's very, very rewarding. Yes, mm-hmm. we have women who are now have raised their children and their children are coming um, around, we're hearing their success stories. We're being a part of of that next generation, and it's even back to have a healthy baby. But then, how um, there just needs to be a lot of support. Just having children that are nurtured in those very formative and early years is right. so important, and that's why the early learning center is such an important part for me. Just in that we can model, and and it, kid, children will be in a very healthy and supported environment, and parents are learning, so they're nearby and they're learning and seeing and watching and. Um, you know, I know one of our state legislators is very concerned about children being ready for kindergarten. And I think that's something that we can be, on, you know, in a small way, a part of is yeah. just helping prepare children um, so that they're ready to enter school and right. um, socially and, and cognitively and developmentally and all those ways uh, more prepared to be successful in school. Which makes so. a big difference. And then I think, yeah. you know, the parents, they may have a heart for children and want to volunteer or work there. And then pretty soon they're like, I want to be a teacher. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. see how it feels mm-hmm. like you're just adding all these elements that are just going to only enhance your community. Yeah. We've been talking to Krista Linden with Step by Step and your big, huge, audacious goal. Mm-hmm. How can people help? Well, I've gotten brave. So I have a list of things that I would love Yay. to just throw out there because okay. I know different people have different types of whether that gift is your talent, your treasure, mm-hmm. um, your time. You know, people have different areas in which they can give. So I'm just going to throw these needs out. Um, our next phase of construction is that we have a permit for a building that um, would have classrooms, offices, another kitchen, a trail restaurant, a restaurant for the trail and another event space. 
and the cost of that is $1.9 million. So I'm throwing that out there as the next uh, phase of construction. We are looking to buy a second greenhouse. We have one greenhouse that is fully operational and growing from uh, February to the end of May, and then we use it for event space. But eventually we'd like to grow for the restaurant, and that's what our hope is. are already in need of a second greenhouse, and that's about $150,000. And one of our you know, biggest areas is that the businesses are up and going, and uh, we have lots of job opportunities, but a lot of the women that Step by Step works with are have so many barriers to being a reliable employee. And so we have written two grants for a supportive service program, and neither of them have funded, and that has been frustrating, but that we're looking at about $250,000 a year for the supportive services side, where we would be able to address the barriers, the many barriers that they have to stepping into an employed position. And then we hope after the third year that the businesses are profitable enough that they would replace that grant uh, within three years. So that's 250000 a year over three years. Um, we also would really welcome corporate sponsors for our 2020 auction, which is on March 7th. And then, of course, any one-time donations or monthly donations. If that's an interest that you have, if you went to stepbystepfamily.org, um, you can make a donation through there also. Um, we are also hiring at Farm 12. So if that is something that uh, you're interested in, a kitchen position, a serving position, whether that's banquet serving or the restaurant side, front of house, back of house, you can go find out where we're hiring at Farm 12 by going to farmtall.org. And then at stepbystepfamily.org, there is an opportunity if volunteering is something that you have the time to do. We have a process that you can go through on that website to apply to be a volunteer. It's hard to ask for help, isn't it? Not, I'm getting better. But <laughs> getting this better is what it. I found. Yes. When, when we are able to ask, people are like, they may not know what to do, but now you've given them this great list, which I will post that list on the uh, show notes. Okay. And that then they go, oh, well, my brother has been wanting to do that. Or, you know, it's like people love yeah. to network and yeah. pull people in. And it sounds like just such a wonderful way of giving back mm-hmm. to the community. Legislators that are listening, uh, I would really like to ask for support uh, for the First Steps program. And that program has been around for 24 years. And we had a reduction in funds during the recession in 2009. And those have not been ever reinstated, those funds. And it makes it very difficult. Many organizations like CHI Franciscan were no longer going to do that program because it's just such a difficult program to operate. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I uh, would really like to check back with you maybe in six months and see how the restaurant's doing and see what new things are happening. talked to Sue Kidd yesterday, who has done all the restaurant reviews for 25 years for the News Tribune. And I had an interview with her last night. And she's been three times and was so positive and encouraging and just I'm thrilled with what she experienced when she went there with her family. So I encourage you to come down, but no, we're still working out kinks. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. I know I have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.